All right, this is, holy shit, October 15th, episode 25 of the Quarantine First Sticks. I'll see you on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 25 of the Quarantine, another shitty podcast. My name is Nick Grace. Pretty soon you're going to hear Trent Bruce. Got a lot of shit to get into today. The month is getting spooky. This is the last episode you'll hear until two weeks from now. So, soak it all in. Let's get into this shit. Maybe gone before the moon. See you on the other side. Come see me on the other side. I was gone in a storm. I guess I was out of time Come see me on the other side Well, just another mile down the line Well, lay me by the water's edge just a little hurt A new format. I know, isn't this kind of cool? Yeah. We could have totally so put... gone shirtless for this episode. <laughs> uh, stuff. I uh, put the title in there. I've done that before, but it never showed up like that. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even see that. I like yeah, this. We actually look like we're in on TV screens, kind of. Professional. Yeah. Hey, maybe, just maybe. And fingers crossed, hopefully if I say that I'm not jinxing it, it's not jinxing it. Maybe my phone won't fuck, fuck up because this is a new format. Maybe. Maybe. Hey, but it's the same old phone. Nope, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't put that bad energy out there. You brought it up. I'm kind of like, it looks like I'm moving slow. Hello, Caitlin. Anyway. Anyways. Are you drinking water or coffee? Coffee. Long time no see, man. Yeah, dude. It's been about 30 seconds. And before that, 
Ten hours? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you this morning? I'm good. Good. Um, got myself a, a chai, a, ch- a dirty chai, a filthy chai from Undergrind, sorry. Oh, okay. Filthy. The filthiest of chais. That's a, that's a Nick move, or an old Nick move. Darn right filthy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it? That's that's your day? That's my whole day. That's your morning that's, so far? That's my whole day. I'm just going to go to bed now. <laughs> that's a wrap. That's it. Cool, man. Um, dude, good to see you. Um, fun thing that's happened since we last talked, a lot of people um, have gotten their Another Shitty Podcast coffee mugs. Yeah, they have. Last time we talked, when they were getting sent out. Yes. So, um, boom. Boom, boom. Look at that beautiful Ladies, mug. We'll, we'll mention it a couple times on today's episode. But guys, we're going to do one more limited run of the coffee mugs. So, we already have some pre-orders. Um, and just to be completely transparent, we have... Seven openings for mugs. So if you guys want a mug, you have to be one out of seven people now to order. They're thirty bucks. Um, they're handmade, and that includes shipping. Thirty bucks includes shipping, but they're handmade, hand painted, and glazed by a good friend Cameron Robinson out of Indiana. It's got our fucking badass logo. And if you're feeling cute, so shitty. But these are huge. Huge mugs, and um, yeah, we only got seven left, so if you'd like to order one, DM us right now or after the pod, um, and then I don't know when we're going to do them again, so um, yeah. I, I would say buy them buy them right now. These are a limited, they're fucking, they're limited edition. Get them while you can, because you might not ever get them again, and exactly. like Trent said, they are open for pre-order. We haven't actually opened an official sale date yet, and we might not because people are just hitting us up saying we want one. So yeah. the sooner the better so you can get one. Yeah. The one I used to drink. Oh, yeah, Caitlin got hers. We also got some other shit in the works as far as merchandising goes, but we're not going to really let the cat out of the bag yet. We're just going to say, hey, yeah, we got something in the works for you. We're, we're cooking. We got some pots on the stove, if for you will. For all of our Another Shitty Podcast fans, for our turds out there in the toilet, out there in the bowl. <laughs> all of our, what do we call our fans? Shitheads? Shitheads? I call them, I call them the turds. Or turds? All of our turds out there. Wow. <laughs> and our, our fans are increasing by the second. Especially when you call them turds, you know? They love that. What's worse? Shithead or turd? Mm. I, I feel like, like these videos got smaller, by the way. Yeah, they I'm did. I'm like ducking in here. The videos are definitely smaller. Um, yeah, I think there's something a little endearing about a turd. And there it is. There it is. Uh, should we, we just... We got our first frozen nick of the day. Am I frozen right now? Because I don't feel like it. You, I don't feel frozen. You were. That's okay. All right. Should we just get into this... Um, this episode just get it going before we freeze up too many more times 
Yeah, let's let's fucking do it, man. What's, What's up, up with, with your week? week? What's, What's up, up with, with your week? week? What's up, What's with, up your with your week? week? What's going on with your fucking week? What up, dog? <laughs> What's going on in your week? Wow. Wowzers. Dude, been watching... You want me to go first? Sure. Been watching a lot of TV, a lot of movies. Because what else are you doing right now, right? Um, scary movie of the week was The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Have you seen this movie? Never even heard of it. Uh, Amelia Hirsch, Amelia Hirsch, isn't it? Um, came out four years ago. It was good. It wasn't like over the top scary mm-hmm. or like I'm going to have nightmares. Um, but it was good. Mm-hmm. And it had some like, uh, I don't want to say too much, but it had some like uh, extra supernatural folklore in there um okay. so it was one of those types um it was good i mean it's short it was under an hour and a half so it's on netflix if you're looking for a horror movie you haven't seen no love a um, nice little short movie what else um i'm forgetting what i did this week um what was the movie that i picked out um oh inside man did we talk about Inside Man yet? We haven't. No. That was my family movie uh, pick of the week was Inside Man. So that's Denzel Washington, Clive Owen, Jodie Foster, Willem Dafoe. Um, directed by Spike Lee. Came out in 2006. 2008, mm-hmm. 2006. And um, it was okay. Um, it was like a bank heist movie. Um, maybe because that genre is kind of played out now. Um, and maybe at the time it was like, oh my God. But the twist at the end was interesting. It was unique and you didn't see that coming. But the rest of the movie, I was just like, this is a kind of a paint by numbers, uh, bank heist movie. Okay. There's a guy, he's in the bank. He's got a bunch of hostages. Denzel is the guy that's trying to. Uh, you know, he's the negotiator. He's playing the classic Denzel character. Da-da-da-da-da. There's a twist. Oh, my God. And is, then roll, roll, roll credits. Is Denzel... Roll credits. Is, roll credits. <laughs> my, Elmer my Fudd. didn't work. Is, is yeah. Denzel the inside man? Is he a negotiator, gonna, but actually he's on the other side? I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to... Spo- should I spoil it? I haven't seen it, but I have a really strong feeling that's what it is. I'm not going to say it. He's the inside. Or should man. I spoil it? Should I spoil it? It's four- the movie's 14 years old. Yeah, spoil so. that shit. No, he is not the inside man. Oh, he's not the inside man. Who's the inside man? That's what I thought. That's is what the, I thought was Is the happen. twist that it's not even a man at all? It's a woman? It's an inside woman? In- <laughs> they throw you off. No, the whole thing is it's... It's not a, a particular person. It's you find it within yourself. You find it inside, man. Oh. <laughs> you find it inside you, man. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. exactly. The car runs on water, man. 
Um, Fuck. So all right. That was all right. Who picked the movie? Uh, I, I, it was my pick. Okay. Because I, I was looking at Denzel movies I hadn't seen before. And then uh, my sister, she wanted something lighthearted because we've been watching some kind of intense movies. So she, for this week, she just picked that uh, uh, Impractical Jokers did a movie. So it's just like a prank Oh, movie. really? So I like them. They crack me up. Some of their shit is like corny as hell, but I think it's hilarious. It's, it's all very um, funny. I mean, it all is, it's all PG because it has to be on like, what is that? Yeah. Discovery or whatever? TBS or something? I think it's on True, T- True TV, but they uh, syndications on yeah. like TBS or something. Some of the shit they make each um, other do is just hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm jealous. They have, like, the coolest job ever. Just, like, old high school buddies that get to get paid to fuck with each other. But not as crazy as, like, Jackass, where they're, like, they're, like, hitting each other in the balls and, like, jumping in, like, a pit of sharks and stuff. Right. Um, also, I have continued to watch um, The Boys. The Boys Good is... for you. Uh, amazing. Um, for anyone that likes superheroes or like superhero uh, genre, uh, it's very interesting because it's nothing like I've seen. They may have done it in DC or Marvel comics um, or other graphic novels, but I've never seen it on film or TV. The way that they're portraying these characters. Yeah. Um, are you caught up all the way? I have to watch episode seven and eight of season two still. I just watched episode six last night. I'm just a few behind you. Okay. So I don't want to spoil it for because it just came out and a lot of people are just now getting on it like I was. Yeah. Uh, but man, it is some. Um, it's some. It's a. It's a new. Um, new way to tell a story, and it's a new. It's unique. It's not like a copy or anything. So. Yeah. No, no spoilers, just fucking, just watch it. It's that good, you guys. Just fucking watch that shit. It's great. And we're not getting commissioned um, for telling you to watch it either. We just like it. We're not sponsored exactly. by the boys. Just fucking watch it. So, uh, another fun thing is that um, yesterday, for the first time during this whole quarantine, um, I got to hang out uh, with our good friend, Molly Yanko. We had coffee, and we talked for like two or three hours, and it was phenomenal. We caught up. I haven't seen her like this whole time. She just had she had a kid earlier this year, mm-hmm. and then quarantine hit. So it was nice getting to catch up with her. Um, you know, honestly, like we we would see each other working at the brewery. We'd see her. More than my girlfriend, more than my friends, and, uh, you know, it was nice to, like, vent a little bit and just catch up, and, um, yeah, man, she's, uh, she's right there, a little coffee. <laughs> it was, it was a hoot, man. It was, it was really great, and, uh, it's just, it's hard to stay connected, and especially, like, with her having a newborn, like, I totally understand not going a lot of places, um, in general, not even during... Uh, a pandemic, but not going a lot of places, not seeing a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was nice, man. And uh, it was it was crazy, you know, going from seeing someone 
damn near three, four, five times a week. And then her and I hadn't seen each other, what is it, eight months, seven months? It's fucking yeah. crazy, man. The last so, time I saw Molly was at the was at the Oscars. Good for the soul. The Oscars party. Oh, wow. It's been a long oh, time shit. since I saw Molly. Yeah. I'll miss her. She's fucking yeah, great. great. She's great. And she's a mom. And um, she's a mom as well. That's on her resume now. Um, yeah, man, she's she's working on some cool shit. Her and I might have something cooking a little bit, so that's cool too. Um, yeah, phenomenal human being. And uh, what else? Oh, I guess we'll talk about that during basketball. Um, oh, uh, Steph and I celebrated my friend Taylor's uh, birthday last week, and we did a beach day and. Uh, we had, uh, I think I'm saying it right, Katsunori, Katsunori Sushi? Pretty much, yeah. Katsunori? So you can order, like, buy the boxes and they put them in the box. Or you, next time what we want to do is they have an option where you can make your own. Mm-hmm. So they give you all the supplies and the fish and everything, and then you um, would roll your own sushi. Let me ask That'd you a question. Pricing-wise, is that less expensive than if they just made it? Didn't look at that. I think we just looked at the convenience factor of like, oh, this is all cut up in a box and we can just, oh, katsu. Yeah. That was like katsu nori. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if people are willing to pay the same price to make it themselves. To do their own? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like, uh, what is it, like Korean barbecue or those like uh, where you go and you have to cook your own meat? Like, oh, yeah, it's so but, cool. You cook but, your own meat. But Korean barbecue is, first of all, Phenomenal. So is sushi, but like Korean barbecue is phenomenal. Also, it's all you can eat typically. And then. Okay, that's. It's that's also. A good point. Yeah, and it's also priced pretty well. It's like $20 for all you can eat meat. Yeah. Korean, bar- Korean barbecue has got it going on. I went to Kazunori one time and on a date. This was Sipka like. Sipka on here. What's up, Sipka? What's up, Marky? It was on a date at the start of the year, and it was the first time I ever had uncut sushi rolls, and I'm never doing that again. It's just it's just a burrito, and it's way messier than if it's just cut. Oh, yeah. But it was delicious. Yeah, I like having... The thing I liked about this spot is that they were cutting away that... The, you know, sometimes like a sushi... Um, like a bite, a bite of sushi is like way too much food in your mouth. At least for me. Nope. Oh, you don't know that? Well, they cut them in smaller pieces and I was like, you can just pop them like popcorn. It was great. Is it is another reference, another foul? <laughs> oh, we can't go a week without, without that. Anything? Did it to myself. Would you describe, how would you describe the sushi rolls? Girthy? Delicious. Oh. Okay. No. We're, we're not going there. <laughs> Delicious. We had lobster. We had crab. Trent's got a baby mouth. It's true. I do talk a lot, but my mouth is actually small, according to the dentist. Fun fact. You should get a second opinion. Because <laughs> apparently those dentists don't agree on everything. You know, a lot of... Uh, Four out of five dentists think that Trent has a tiny mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that fifth one though 
Oh, God. Hey, Nick, what's going on with your week, dude? What's going on in your week, man? Um, starting off with my week, people got their mugs, and that was really cool to see, have people text me pictures and, and whatnot. Show that mug again. Show that beautiful mug again. There's our, um... The beautiful bean footage. Our, fa- our family crest on the one side, the, uh, Bruce Gray's family crest for another shitty podcast, <laughs> and then... The other side just says shitty in a very classy font. Shout out Cameron Robinson. Oh, and he for did a lot of work for, for us. For size, for size, these are big. Like this is a baseball. Look how big that mug is. You could put That's, two baseballs in there. I'd say our That's a coffee, lot of mug. Our coffee cups can That's fit one and a half cups of coffee. Really, we give you more. Everyone else is out there giving you less, and we give you more. We give you more caffeine, baby. You could even say that we give more of a shit. Ooh, so, ooh, that's a good tagline. Yeah. Give more of a shit. We give more of a shit. So we need to have a nonprofit ver- side of this uh, podcast, and it's called "Give More of a Shit." Yeah, yeah. Or give a shit. We give we give two shits. You know, everybody out there couldn't give two shits. We give two shits. We give three shits. We give three shits. Couldn't give a shit. We give a shit. <laughs> so yeah, like Trent said earlier. Available for pre-order literally right now. So just let us know if you want one. And like we also said earlier, we got other stuff in the works, but we're not going to tell you what it is yet because we're not ready. We're going to let that marinate. I also got new headshots done last week, courtesy of VV Pictography, Vince Vallejo. The dude's been on our podcast back in season one. I'm super excited about these headshots. I think they turned out really well. Um, not super excited that in doing so found out that I don't have agents anymore. They just decided to stop being my agents around the time of quarantine and didn't tell me or actually anybody else that had them because I checked with other people. I felt so bad when he told me that. What a shitty way, an awful way, pun not intended, shitty way of, uh, doing business. I mean, that's awful. Yeah. It was one of those things where, like, I had emailed them. I hadn't heard from them in a month. Emailed them. No response. Emailed again. No response. Called. Oh, yeah. We we dissolved the whole thing. Cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate like you it. Going to res- you go into work at your restaurant, and then you get there, and no one's there. Mm-hmm. And, and there's no notice that it closed down. Like, oh, yeah. Months ago. Yeah. yeah, those guys are shitty. Like like it's Steph awful, says, man. no time for that. But these headshots are fucking bomb, so whoever's my next agent and manager, they're going to fucking love it because Vince did some absolute awesome work. There is no podcast next week, or at least, well, yeah, they'll, no, there will, there will be no podcast next week because your boy is going to be in New Mexico hunting for elk with my dad. And I'm super, elk hunting. super duper excited. Hopefully we're successful, and if we're not, anytime you're in the woods, I'd say you're having a good time. So whether or not we get an elk, it'll be a successful trip. Hopefully I do get an elk, and I can bring some back, and Trent, Stephanie, other people I would, in L.A. Really would be able it. to have some of that. So I'm super what excited. What kind of gun do you use? I am going to be using my 757 Mauser, I believe. And so that's a rifle that... It was kind of like the rifle that the Brits used in their occupation of India way back in the day, you know, 
when Britain kind of oh. controlled India. It's been around yeah. for a long time, and it's a really good rifle. Um, but it's the same rifle that they used on tigers back in the day, and multiple times, obviously, on elephants because they're huge. But it will have no problem with an elk. So that's what I'll be using. And I will be leaving super early on Tuesday morning. I'll be working Monday night of next week, and I'll be leaving here about 5 in the morning, 4 or 5 in the morning, and driving to Chama, New Mexico. It's about 13 hours away. Chama. So, mm-hmm. C-H-A-M-A. And go to sleep, wake up, start hunting. Hunt for three days, wake up the next morning, and drive back. How long is the drive? 13 and a half hours. Whoa, I didn't realize it was that, that far. What's up, Julie? Yeah, so speaking of long drives, if anybody has any recommendations for audiobooks or things of that nature, things to occupy you during your drive, or if anyone's done that drive along 40 through New Mexico, any places to stop. I've done it before, but I'm always looking for more recommendations. I do want to stop at the El Rancho Motel in oh, was it Gallup, New Mexico. I've never been. It looks amazing. Google El Rancho Motel in Gallup, New Mexico. It looks so fucking cool. It's where, like, John Wayne used to stay when he would film movies back in, like, the 50s and 60s. It just looks, it looks so cool. Um, so that's what I'll be doing next week instead of podcasting, which will be cool. We'll get a week off from potting, and it's been a long time since we've actually had a week off from potting because of the new I mean, I'm, I'm excited that you get to... You get to go experience something like that, and it's with your dad. And um, Have you ever been elk hunting? I've never been elk hunting. Mm-mm. I've been hunting many times, but never for elk. So it was one of those things my dad had had this planned for at least a year, and he was going to take the trip out here, and he was going to go alone. And then I think he just had the idea of wouldn't it be cool if my son could meet me? So he called me up and said, do you think you can make this work? And I was like, yeah, I think I can. So we're making it work. Um, This is my ignorance showing, but is there any like ritual or phrase of like uh, before you go hunting to like wish someone good luck? Like, you know how like when you're about to go acting, like you should break a leg? There is. So before you go hunting, you start a fire and everybody stands around the fire. And they start dancing around in circles, just kind of going, let's have a good hunt. Let's have a good hunt. This is going to be fun. And then you eat the balls of a moose because it gives you the testosterone that you need to be successful. Okay. And then you have a jar of porcupine piss and you pour it over yourself. Is there like like a, a, a phrase like break a leg or anything like that? No. No. In fact, there's very... You asshole. There's there's very little talking. That whole thing that I just referenced is from... It's from a movie called Escanaba in the Moonlight. It's a movie about hunting that Jeff Jeff Daniels made, and it's fucking hilarious. Because it's a bunch of bad luck hunters that just try to do rituals to get themselves successful. and It's very funny. But no, no. Amazing. There's almost no talking that goes on. Because you wake up really early in the morning, so you also don't even want to talk to anybody. But also you have to be as quiet as possible so sure yeah well whatever the equivalent would be of good luck i hope you kill a big elk you know 
that. Break a leg. All right. I'll keep... Break an, an, break an antler. <laughs> I'll keep my finger on the trigger, and I'll steady my nerves. Also a go. reference from that movie. <laughs> I just love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Okay. What else? I can't even read. Oh, after the podcast, I'm going to head up to Santa Clarita. I'm going to go to Jeremy Sless, friend of the pod. I'm going to go to his place, meet up with Allie Miles. She was... Both of them were the other two co-stars in The Takeout Move, which is a movie we filmed three years ago, and it finally is done, and we went to go watch it two weeks ago, and it is fun, and while it is really fun and we're really impressed with how it is, we think it can be better. So Jeremy took the movie that we have, and he cut it down, he edited it his own way from the actual final edit, um... And oh, wow. from what he's shown me so far, it's amazing. He spent the last two weeks basically doing a sless cut, is what I call it. And I'm excited cut. to watch it. Allie's coming in town from DC. She got a she booked a commercial, so she's actually filming, I think, right now. Um, and then afterwards oh. we're all gonna meet there at Jeremy's, probably eat a little bit, watch the new cut. I'm I'm excited because there was some good footage that I could use in the original cut, but Jeremy's going to make it some great footage that I can use. Jeremy's the fucking man. That dude knows his fucking shit. And so I'm excited to just straight up see Jeremy because, I mean, I saw oh, him two weeks ago, but before that I hadn't seen him, I think, since we taped our podcast. So he's such a good dude. Cool. And I, and I haven't seen Allie since, I don't think I've seen Allie since we stopped filming. So that'll be cool. On Sunday, we are going to be... Actually, no, that's never that's not true, so I'm not even going to say that. Yo, uh, a couple days ago, I got a PS4. I'm excited about that. I don't know how to play video games very well. If anybody has any recommendations for PS4 video games, let me know. The reason I bought a PS4 was, one, I got it for really cheap, but two, I needed something to play Blu-rays on because The Last Dance is coming out on Blu-ray with four hours of extra footage. For those who don't know, it's the best documentary of all time, and it was only ten hours of footage originally. And now there's going to be four more hours of footage, and now I can watch it all on a Blu-ray playing PS4? I'm excited. I don't have any video games right now, so it's just plugged into my TV and I don't use it, but the possibilities are endless. Well, Dan's saying Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty's great. Call of Duty. Um, I think uh, you obviously got to get 2K. Yeah, I do need to get 2K. Um, I really like I really like Spider Man. That's that's pretty fun. Is that the same Spider Man you were playing the other day? I'm still playing it. Yeah. Oh shit! That Spider Man looked it's pretty a long tight. Game. I'll probably it's end up game. getting Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell because I had that on PS2 in high school. And boy, was that I don't know if fun. they have. I don't know if they have a version for PS4 because I love that game as well. You played it? That game. Oh, that was one of my favorites, dude. Sam oh, yeah. Fisher. PS2? Oh yeah. That game fucking love rips. It. You're all stealthy and yeah. shit. Yeah, I love it. Um, I don't know if they have. I don't think they have one for PS4. Damn. Because I like Call of Duty. Oh. Those those are just like run in and shoot 'em up games. But Splinter Cells, you stick to the shadows and you're alone. And you're See, like, like, using all the like spy those. stuff. You gotta be quiet. I prefer that. I prefer the sneaky stuff. Yeah, and then like every once in a while they'd give you a level where they're just like, you don't have to be quiet, and you could just run in and just fucking fuck people up. 
and it always yeah. it it's always like a whole bunch of being quiet and stealthy and then they give you that and it's just amazing and then they take it away it's so cool oh what's so sully says far cry i really don't even know what that is that's a big long game too but i think you would dig it it's like a very vast uh map okay but yeah check, check out the trailer all these video games have trailers now it's pretty cool oh okay like movies cool um i think i got one more okay thing. oh yes and and then lastly what's going on in my week is a whole bunch of not fun stuff happened to not me directly but people i care about on tuesday and i just wanted to remind you guys because i think it's good to remind myself this all the time that we don't know when this ride is going to end and it can end in an instant so knowing that do your best to be thankful and grateful for every moment that you have on earth and every moment that you share with each other mm. and so that's yeah. what's going on in my week i guess it's time to do a little weather report <laughs> so we're sending it outside to trent bruce so it's like so intense and then like all right for <laughs> a super duper weather report how's it looking out there trent Uh, oh, Nick, is that you? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> oh, sorry, we have kind of a delay over here. <laughs> kind of a delay on this side of town. Well, the weather is still pretty much the same. The air quality is still fucking garbage. I think there's fires somewhere. I think it's Wine County now. It's on fire. There's smog here. It's like 90 degrees right now. Everyone back home is already in like sweatshirts and like fall clothing. I just want it to be cool. I'm like sweating every single day and every single night. I can't sleep well. God, please let the temperature cool down. It's just so hot. Um, I'm over it. That's weather. <laughs> Thank you, Trent Bruce, for that wonderful weather report. No one does the weather like Trent Bruce, and we Ugh. love you for it. You know what, bro? I'm sweating. We've got a solid amount of listener questions, my guy. We should definitely do those first, don't you yeah, think? For sure. Because basketball um, news is definitely not that important. Nobody cares about what happened in basketball last week. So let's uh, just do. Let's get into our. That. Let's get into our listener questions. Um, you want to ask me this first one, my guy? Sure, we got him. I think we have Dan on right now. I think we do. We do. So Dan's question. He says, "We're talking disc golf here. So how long have you been playing?" What's your favorite course? Do you have a preferred disc that you use? And um, next time you're back home, Nicholas, he says he wants to take you playing disc golf. Awesome. So next time I am back home, I would love to go play disc golf. How long have I been playing? I've only played <laughs> three times, I think, in my Ever, in, right? In my life, yeah. Every single time it's been with Mark Richard and tw twice it's been with you. 
Mm-hmm. Or no, twice it's been with Mark Richards. Once it's been with you? We've played once or twice. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess my favorite course is at Kenneth Hahn. It's the only course I've ever played. It's disc, pretty nice. Disc golf is fun for me from the standpoint of I like to be good at stuff. And so it's giving me something that I'm not good at to be competitive within myself at. I don't have a favorite disc because we always use Mark's discs and he has three. So we just use one disc the whole time. Yeah. Not super deep into disc golf yet, but it is fun and I like doing it. It's it's super fun to like, we go out, I smoke a stogie, we drink like a beer and we just walk around Kenneth Hahn's beautiful park. Yeah. Similar to regular golf and it's, it's uh, very much a leisure game. I wouldn't consider necessarily a sport. I'll say that but, uh, I love it much more than regular golf. However, you can't get golf balls stuck in trees like you can do with these fucking discs. And I managed to do lost it a couple every discs. day. Yeah. That part's frustrating as hell. So if Dan, Dan, if you have any advice on how to get discs out of trees, please let me know. Don't bother saying don't get the disc stuck in a tree because not that good. Can't control it that well. We already know. We already know. <laughs> not not going to happen, but I don't know. What do you think, Trent? What's your what's your favorite course? How long have you been playing? Um, I would say Kenneth Hahn is pretty pretty awesome. The whole thing's a par three, Dan, and then it's a nine nine hole course, and then the last hole nine uh, hole number nine is um, a par four. Um, I've played a few other courses, um, some back home, uh, one in Colorado with my uncle. Um, that was more like a small park and it was all flat and so uh, whereas Kenneth Hahn is very hilly it used to be a reservoir Um, so they ended up turning it into a park because I think in the 50s it flooded and uh, it really messed up a bunch of land out there so they wanted to make something beautiful after this thing eroded away this reservoir and so now it's this beautiful park in it's a decent walk on the... What's up, Mark? We're talking disc golf. Um, at Kenneth Hahn, um, on the course, you're probably walking at least two miles on the um, throughout the uh, the nine holes. Yeah, zigzagging back um, and forth and stuff. Yeah, it is awesome. It's, it's gorgeous. Anytime you're out here, we should... If he ever comes out here, we'll have to take him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm a very much a, a, a novice as well, so... Um, Mark is the one, Mark Richards, the one that got us into that. Um, all right, I want to ask you a question, okay. Nicholas. All right. This is from Thick Boys Cookie Company. Shout out Thick Boys. Way. We should be getting some cookies our, soon, I think. Our Halloween cookies are coming either Friday or Saturday, by the way. Very excited to try those at, Halloween-themed cookies. Check out Thick Boy Cookies. Um, I believe they're at Thick Boys Cookie Company on Instagram. And they're literally the size of like hockey pucks. They're half pound cookies with a bunch of crazy stuff in the middle. And they're awesome. Friends of ours. Um, so the question is, who would win in a tag team fight? The Rock in a gorilla versus LeBron James in a grizzly bear. Who do you think would win out of that fight and why? That's tough because I think The Rock beats LeBron straight up. I think he, I know that everyone says that LeBron is just built different, but I think The Rock and his steroids are going to take out LeBron. However, 
I think a grizzly bear is going to take out a gorilla. I know that gorillas have like 10 times the strength as humans, and I know that they have a really strong jaw, but a grizzly bear also has a really strong jaw, and I believe and that they claws. weigh, yeah, and I and I think a grizzly bear is going to weigh about twice as much as a as a gorilla. They'll look like they'll take up the same amount of size, but bears are fucking huge. Like a grizzly standing up can be, I think the world record was like around 10 feet tall. So like a grizzly standing up is like 8 feet tall. And they got claws, they got big old teeth. I gotta take LeBron and the and the grizzly over the rock and the gorilla. As much as it pains me to give LeBron another championship, I gotta give them, I gotta give it to them. I think overall I agree with your thought on that. But I think it depends on the arena. So let's say if we're in, you know, a gorilla's climate, like a jungle, mm-hmm. right? I think there might be a little bit of home field advantage there. He would know how to maneuver through that kind of uh, plants and trees and vines and all that. But if we're in a stream and we're out in like the fucking forest and, and you know, he can throw some trouts and, and stuff out there. Yeah. Not that he needs to. But overall, I think a grizzly bear um, would reign supreme over the uh, all of the other competitors. Um, but I hate to, I hate to see. That's the thing. The current version of the Rock is I mean, so it's like two, up. That's like that's like two gorillas versus LeBron and a grizzly bear. So, but so I don't know. I think I think there would be if this was a series of three matches, they would take at least one match. Mm. It's a close fight because I think I think there would be some double teaming with the two, the Rock and the Gorilla, aka the two Gorillas. I think mm. it would go it'd be a split two to one. I wonder if, if I'm the, being honest. If the Rock and the Gorilla against just a Grizzly Bear, I bet they could do that. I bet you they could be. I I bet you. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So this comes from <laughs> this comes from my arch nemesis Chris Peterson. Hi, um, what's one pumpkin-flavored item you'd consume every day for the rest of fall? It's easy. Uh, Trader Joe's makes, um, essentially, it's apple butter. Oh. It's the consistency of apple butter, but it's pumpkin butter. Huh? So it is a, if you've ever had apple butter, which I love apple butter, it is the consistency of that, and you can put it on bagels, toast, Hell, you could put it on anything, but Trader Joe's pumpkin butter. I I admit it. I buy it every year. I don't I don't care if people want to shame me for being basic with the pumpkin gimmicks, but man, a classic pumpkin pie too. I love pumpkin pie. Can't pumpkin go wrong pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie is fucking delicious. I love pumpkin pie. It's not as good as apple pie. Everyone knows apple pie is the goat of pies, but. If I had to have one pumpkin flavored item for every day for the rest of fall, it oh, no. would be the pumpkin spice latte from Rocket Ship on Melrose. Because pumpkin spice lattes everywhere else suck a lot. But Rocket Ship Coffee Shop is the best coffee shop in this fucking city. And they make all their shit um, homemade. So their pumpkin spice lattes, they bomb. This is also from wow. Chris Peterson, Trent Bruce. He says, Hi, um,. Have you started watching any Hallmark movies yet? Is it too early asking for a friend? I don't ever put that channel on. 
So the answer is a strong no. My, in fact, my mother and I were just talking about the Hallmark Channel, and I said, Mom, I am the wrong demographic for the Hallmark Channel. I, I do not tune into that channel. So politely, no. <laughs> I think the I think yes, it is too early. And I would say the only acceptable time is right around Christmas and it's to trash those terrible movies. But like you it's one of those things that like when you watch The Bachelor and you watch just to make fun of it, that's the same thing with Hallmark movies. Sure. And everyone, sure. every actor who's ever been in a Hallmark movie also knows that the movie's about to fucking suck. So they know too. It's just, everyone, it's just a fucking Hallmark movie. It's so fun. You watch a Hallmark movie, you're just like, oh, this person's going to end up with this person because this person is blah, blah, blah. You know the fucking story. It's so stupid. It's, you only watch to make fun of it. Unless you're Chris Peterson, you watch it to give yourself hope in life. Um, what's Gucci? What's Gucci, dude? This is from uh, my good friend back in Elma. Actually, he's in Midland now. The one and only James Toast, Jim Yost. What's good? I've got my health. Um, I've got a solid group of friends. I have an amazing girlfriend. Phenomenal family. Um, you know, the whole the whole thing of COVID has put all that in perspective. You know, at the end of the day, we have a lot to be thankful for, like you were saying earlier. So I know he was just being kind of funny, like, what's Gucci? But, like, that is what's good is, you know, I'm thankful for the people around me. Yep. Thankful for everyone tuning in. This is a fun little thing we get to do every week. Um, and, by the way, here's another thing that's Gucci. Nick, your mother just said on here she would send me some homemade apple butter. I would gladly accept. My mom makes some dope apple have, butter. If you have multiple jars, I will take it and eat it like applesauce. Um, I love it. <laughs> Maybe I have a problem. Um, but yeah. I made fun of my dad for watching Hallmark. He keeps me not having it It's just like, man, it's... Those are the equivalent of, like, The Bachelor. Or, like, soap opera. Like, it's like... They have their, like, brand and they, yeah. they don't deviate from it. Um, what's good with you, Nicholas? Man, everything. Life is good. I'm live. I'm able to work right now. My family is healthy. Um, yeah, yeah. Shit's shit's okay. Shit can always be better, but shit is okay, and I'm happy with it. And shout out to Jim Yost because that dude is 32 now, and a dad. And the other day, and he's shorter than me. And the other day, he sent me a video of himself grabbing rim. At the outdoor park, so. Whoa. He he and and me and my brother and our friends, I think Nick Castellan and Cal McLaughlin, they're all my brother's age, and I used to just hang out with them. We're all planning to do a Gus Macker, which is like one of those street ball tournaments. Whenever they're yeah, allowed I remember to open those. Up again, I remember those. We're gonna we're gonna do one of those. The and free I'm fucking excited. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those were so fun, That's those amazing. three on threes. And they get so physical. You're yes. just like tackling people out there on the court. But we're gonna do it as a couple of a bunch of old dudes, and I'm excited, so that was Gucci. Yo, this um, is from Sully. Sully says. Okay, yep. I'll I'm gonna I'll ask you this one. Um this is from Sully. What's the scariest movie, Trent? 
So, Sully said, what is the scariest movie? Um, oh, happy early birthday to Chris Shea. He's got a birthday in a couple days. Happy early birthday, Chris Shea. Um, scariest movie. I'd say one of the scariest movies I've seen in the past couple years is um, A24, um, Ari Aster's movie, Hereditary. was absolutely horrifying, unsettling. Um, very unique. I've never seen shit like that before, but man, that was, um, Stu and I saw that in theaters and we almost like walked out midway through cause it was just so unsettling. Mm. Um, but I would say some, one that takes the cake maybe of all time. Uh, I think the exorcist may be, mm. uh, for me, one of the scariest movies of all time still to this day. I don't know. Have you seen it, Nick? The original exorcist? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, I didn't see it until a couple of years ago. The very first time I ever saw it. Yeah. Um, Silence of the Lambs is pretty scary as well. Even though that's probably more of a thriller. Uh, uh, but man, Exorcist still to this core. Um, I think anything, I think because of my upbringing, I think anything with... The spiritual realm really spooks me out. <laughs> uh, I was told at a young age that you don't mess with that stuff. Um, so in terms of cinema and film, you know, it can be entertaining, but like in real life, don't mess with uh, the uh, evil realm, if you will. Um, yeah, you grew Oh, yeah. So, yeah well, so do you. Caitlin's over here swearing at me. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, you know, there's elements of that that I still hold true. You know, I don't think you need, you know, if I, here's another tangent. Like, do you believe in angels and demons and good and evil and all that? Um, you know, I think it's possible. And I, I don't welcome any of that into my, my being or my realm or uh, around me. Mm-hmm. Any of that, like, evil spirit. Like, I don't don't mess with any of that shit. Um, And, you know, most of it is probably superstition. And, you know, ingrained in our culture and society in the States here. Or across the world. And throughout many cultures, actually. I don't know why I'm saying just America. But I don't know what you do. I mean, I don't know what you think about all that. But I don't... I don't mess with any of that shit. No? No comment? Oh. I just think the scariest movie ever is Space Jam 2. Okay. How how should the Lakers parade go? Should it be virtual or by car? (laughs) I wanted to know what you thought, if there's anything out there. We gotta keep this shit moving. We we only have, like, five minutes left. You're a bummer. Um, How should the Lakers... This is from Roger. How should the Lakers do their parade? A virtual parade or a car? Uh, I think a virtual parade is lame as hell. Maybe do an actual parade when it's safe to do so, but we don't know when it will be safe to do so. Yeah, was that going to be like two Um, years from now? So what I think they should do is that the Laker organization should rent out the Rose Bowl um, and then have people, um, or the Rose Bowl parking lot, and have people um, with cars come by and you can drive by the stage or maybe the Lakers organization have a stage in the middle and you can you circle in 
Or even like a Dodger Stadium parking lot, and you circle in, and there's a celebration in the middle. Mm. You stay in your car, and you drive, and you can honk. So you, you can take photos. You, you flip the parade. So the parade is you going around the thing. I like that. I dig that. Yeah, I think that's actually doable, and I think that would do our city a lot of good, and, and people here a lot of good. What I think they should do um, is just put an asterisk next to this championship, pretend it like it never happened, and not do a parade. I want you no. to rank these. This is from Thick Boys Cookies. Rank these in order: um, Step Brothers, Anchorman, The Hangover, Wedding Crashers, and Superbad. Okay, in order. In order, these they came out around the same time. In order, I'm going to say Anchorman is definitely the leader in my book. Anchorman. Super bad. Uh, <laughs> the Hangover. Step Brothers. Wedding Crashers. Oh my gosh. What a terrible list. Mine goes Wedding Crashers, The Hangover, wow. Anchorman, Super Bad, and Step Brothers. This is from Caitlin. You wake up in the movie Saw. Who would you rather be handcuffed to, Donald Trump or Joe Biden? Not politically, but because he, he he can't really get any words out of his mouth, Joe Biden. At least we would die in peace. <laughs> what about you, Nick? Um, I guess Joe Biden because I, I'm assuming, don't they usually bury keys on people somewhere? I feel like he'd be easier to just like sedate and get a key out of than, than Donald Trump. Trump's. Trump would just be like, he would be like in a cell and he'd just be like, yeah. This is the best cell. I made this cell. This is the best cell that I've ever been in. I chose to be here. Yeah. This is my game. All that stuff. Um, that is all of our listener questions. We should power through the news real quick. How much time do we have? Like three minutes? Five minutes. Five minutes. Do you want me to send it to you? Sure. Sending it over to Trent Bruce for this week in wrestling. Yeah. All right, well, that was D'Lo Brown, and I just randomly picked that because he's hilarious and he had a great theme song. I want to kick your sorry ass out on the street, he says. Um, this week in wrestling, rapid fire here. Um, Bailey got awarded number one in women's wrestling for Pro Wrestling Illustrated. These lists are kind of contrived, just like other award shows, because it's like, uh, you know, is it... Really, who's the best, or is it just who sells the most? Does that make them the best? Da 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 da. But good for her. Um, more importantly, friend of the pod, Heather Monroe, made the top 100 list. She got 97. Um, Heather is a friend that I've made out here through the, the wrestling world out here, and she's been getting a lot of um, good FaceTime, and she's been on AEW a few times. Yeah. And so she made the top 100 list for this magazine, and this has been a big wrestling publication for decades um which is awesome i love that max said thumbs down to bailey thumbs up to heather that's right um wwe split up the new day so kofi and xavier um, they're officially done well they got split up through the draft and so this is in my opinion is to solidify um biggie 
Uh, Biggie is making clearly making a singles push, and hopefully this ends up with a title shot, um, perhaps at Royal Rumble or WrestleMania, more likely. It's a classic um, NSYNC or Destiny's Child situation. Yeah, getting his shine. Uh, Hell in a Cell is coming up on... The pay-per-view is coming up on the 25th. Um, the Bailey sasha uh, Hell in a Cell match looks interesting, but Roman Reigns fighting his cousin again. Who really cares? It's all to push the storyline of he's the tribal chief. He's the, the big dog and uh, the big name in that family. It's going to end up being Roman versus Rock at WrestleMania or down the line and maybe a, a next year. Um, also, randomly, this is super random. I had no idea. John Cena got married on Monday. John Cena is a married man. And it's not to one of the Bellas. It's to the gal he's been dating the past couple of years. Fun fact, my stepfather and I were in Orlando in one of the matches that was on the card at fucking WrestleMania was a John Cena match where he proposed to, I always mix the Bellas up, to one of the Bellas. And that took up a card, uh, a match at the card at WrestleMania, and they they got split up. So, good for you, John, getting married, but man, I want my money back for that WrestleMania. And uh, that's this week in wrestling. I'm going to send it to Nick for this week in, what are we going to say? Basketball, Basketball. slash hip-hop? Basketball. Basketball. The result that happened in the NBA Finals was the result that nobody was looking for. The Lakers are the NBA champs. Uh, After game five... Nick Gray's still holding on to this. After game six, where the Miami Heat played the worst first half and possibly basketball game entirely in the history of the NBA Finals, the Los Angeles Lakers are now the NBA champs. Straight up, Jimmy Butler had nothing left in the tank, and the rest of that team didn't have anything either. This was the easiest finals victory that any team has ever had. The Los Angeles Lakers, the one seed out of the West, was playing a fifth seed Miami Heat team that had two injured All-Stars, and their best player was Jimmy Butler, who nobody wanted because they thought he was a cancer to the squad, and they still took him to six games with the help of the refs. Is the easiest fucking championship anyone's ever played. And everyone's like, oh, but they're playing in a bubble. Okay, cool. So there's less distractions? There's less fucking distractions? You're in one place? Everyone's like, oh, but they don't have their families. Oh, they, they're all just banging Instagram hoes anyway. Less distractions now that they're in the bubble. It's just basketball. And they still barely got it done against a very depleted and way overmatched Heat team. No respect for this championship. Basketball at the happiest place on earth. It was at Disney World. Basketball. Anyway, nobody nobody wants to see this parade. Are Lakers fans the worst fans in the world? No, but they're pretty close. Everyone knows that University of Michigan fans are the worst fans in the world. Lakers fans are up there. Sorry to friend of the pod, Brandon Erickson. He's the only one that I appreciate. LaMelo Ball signs with Puma, hopefully and thankfully ending the BBB or whatever the fucking baller or whatever the fucks that that was. We don't need that. Nobody <sighs> needs it. Doc Rivers, he's the head coach in Philly. Today, Ty Lue, head coach of the Clippers. We all know he's just going to tank the Clippers so LeBron has an easier path to a championship because they're boys. And then Mark Sipka, friend of the pod, friend in real life, just sent us a, a uh, link to YouTube 
because it's a link on YouTube where Michael Jordan is getting interviewed by Cigar Aficionado, and it's an hour long. I cannot wait to watch it because I love Michael Jordan, and cigars are super fucking dope. I've sent you those clips. Yes, but this is one full hour of it. Oh, yeah. okay, the whole interview. Yeah. Okay, then. And now it's time for this week in hip hop. Throw it up. Throw it up. That's Rihanna. Go watch her fashion show. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Um, Savage X Fenty. It's really artsy. It's a lot like a documentary, sort of. Well worth the watch. You got anything in hip hop? The next thing I put was like, uh, I thought it was cool that Morgan Freeman did the voiceover for the 21 Savage album, but that's the coolest thing about that album. I mean, there's some nasty beats on there that just make you want to like wreck shit, but he's a garbage fucking rapper. We yeah. all know that. I he's listened to that this morning and I was trash. like, this is terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad, but I'm, I wish that they would have had a cooler artist get uh, Morgan Freeman like uh to do if they just skits. did if someone just made an album of beats where morgan freeman says philo- philosophical shit over it for an hour yes. that would be amazing he's you got the best a minute part. left by the way um last week or lastly in this week in hip-hop we got to see cardi <laughs> b's boobies still waiting to see doja cats though cardi b didn't promise us but she still delivered doja cat promised and hasn't delivered what's going on in the world crazy that is this week in uh, hip hop. We've got 30 seconds left. Ladies and gentlemen, we've said it a lot, but we've got one more round of mugs going. They're $30 a mug. That includes free shipping. These are handmade out of Anderson, Indiana. We've got only seven left. If you'd like to buy a mug, DM us right after this. I'm Trent Bruce. That's I'm Nick, Nick Grace. Grace. We go live every Thursday, except next week, because Nick is going to kill and hunt some elk with his dad. So we're taking next week off, but we'll, we usually go live every Thursday on Instagram. You can catch us wherever podcasts are if you want to listen to a recorded one. We love you guys, and as always, stay shitty. Love you, Lolo Jones. See you.